Hello Galaxy, Chris Perillo here with two hands on the wheel and four eyes on the road. I've got my device, the recording device I'm using to make this podcast possible, mounted on one of my vents, and I'm going to vent while the device is mounted on the vents. For the past couple of days since the reboot of the podcast, I've been simulcasting on my Twitch account, twitch.tv slash Chris Perillo, if only to get live interactivity from viewers. You can't really do that very easily anymore, at least, nor should you have done it in the first place necessarily, streaming live from a car. In the state of Washington, they could issue you a citation, an EDUI, which is treated very much like a DUI. Yes, driving while under the influence of electronics is not a joke. It is absolutely serious. So I'm definitely not intending on touching this device for the duration. But given that I normally talk to myself anyway, I do. I can't be the only one. I mean, maybe maybe you don't talk to yourself because you're listening to somebody else in a podcast while in the car. But I do. I'll, I'll often flesh out thoughts and, and, and talk through these things so that when I present them in a recorded capacity, I have already processed them so they come out a bit more cohesive and coherent, which isn't always the case. I'm foregoing the uh, broadcast or simulcast on Twitch, uh, even though I have been enjoying getting uh, live dynamic interactivity with uh, people who follow me on Twitch. You can head over to Twitch TV, or sorry, twitch.tv. That dot's important. Slash Chris Perillo. Chris Perillo is the username. Chat's usually not open there, but if you become a sub of mine on Twitch, which you can do, by the way, for free, if you have an Amazon Prime account connected to your Twitch account, uh, you'll get access to the 24-7 Discord chat. And more and more people are joining with every day, and I'm happy to see that. Uh, so if you're interested in a 24-7 chat, where I'm always accessible, uh, you can become a sub of mine on Twitch, either for free, or you can just uh, become a sub at $5 a month. If you're so inclined, you could uh, head over to patreon.com slash chrisperillo, or chrisperillo.com, as that's where it currently redirects, and become a, 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 a pledge holder there, pledge person, a patron, <laughs> and also get access to the very same Discord chat room. Discord's a, a, a basically a, a service that allows anybody to set up a chat room, and I'm able to funnel uh, those uh, supporters into it. Unfortunately, I can't uh, readily accommodate people who do super chat on the YouTube live videos, at least not right now. But I would love to do that, so uh, you know, if, if you are inclined to join the chat, you now know what to do and where to go. I'm going to keep hammering those points home. Also, I would be happy to accommodate call-ins on this podcast. Uh, we're starting to get a, a small stack of them, though I recognize not everybody uses Anchor as an app. Anchor.fm slash Chris Perillo is where you can find me on that platform. It's the app that I use to distribute the podcasts. In fact, if you were considering creating your own podcast, that's probably the, the best way I've found to do it. Seamless, easy, clean, s simple. I love it. I really do. And then if you follow me on Anchor, then you can uh, submit call-ins. So if I use Anchor to effectively record the podcast, I can also integrate uh, your, your actual phone call. Uh, just wrapped up the live TLDR this morning. Yeah, I did it this morning rather than in the evening. Uh, had a, a really healthy audience, a really uh, good discussion. Uh, but uh, one of the people who was a super chatter asked why I don't put TLDR into the podcast. Well, for a few different reasons. I feel that you know there's a more uh, direct benefit to doing TLDR live dynamically on video 
And if you could get it as a podcast, why would you watch the video apart from you know being able to interact live, which you couldn't necessarily do in a podcast? And moreover, I, I'd hate to create that much more confusion for the same kind of content. I'd rather cover uh, different topics in a podcast recording uh, than I, I might have done uh, during uh, the Locker Gnome Daily Report. But uh, you know, he made me wonder uh, if I should be uh, putting TLDR as a separate podcast specifically for patrons to subscribe to because that's a feature that you can turn on with Patreon. So that may be a, an upcoming bonus for uh, for patrons if you are interested specifically in having TLDR also set as a podcast. It would be just a another unique bonus uh, for you in terms of format if you became a, a patron of mine and are interested. No one's really asked uh, the question, why now? Why has Chris been dark for so long, seemingly? It seems that uh, Chris has come back, and yes, I'm talking about myself in the third person, recognizing full well that I, I really didn't go anywhere, and I, I know you know I didn't go anywhere, but you know, for the past few years, you know, quite honestly, uh, I, I've had some rather interesting experiences, and these experiences have changed my perspective on technology, or should I say it's it's refined my perspective on technology. Some things I've been saying for eons. And it's not that I wasn't sharing my insight with patrons over all this time. I was, for the most part, uh, largely driving what they wanted me to cover uh, based on questions. Um, but here and there, I would sprinkle in one tech video or another. I'd get a new gadget. I'd do a video. Uh, for the past few years, it had been a new Apple gadget. And, and people would generally react well. For the most part, when you post a video that has to do with a, a gadget, you'll get high engagement. Um, so it's not that I stopped wholesale. I, I just I needed, I needed to take a, a different approach to certain hurdles that I needed to overcome or that I felt that other people needed to overcome in order to be able to accept my message. I don't know what it is. I don't have an answer to the question, why now, exactly. But it seems that this set of frustrations I've had, not just with you know one company or one technology, is mirroring the frustrations that other people are having. You know, I, I don't really see technology as an end-all, be-all, and I have to kind of uh, relitigate this on an ongoing basis. But it's it's born out of frustration of being lumped into the same category as other people who might, let's say, cover technology on a regular basis. And they may consider themselves a fan of technology. I'm not a fan of what technology is. I'm a fan of what technology does. And if you've heard me say this before, it's because I, I have to keep saying it. Because when you're lumped into a category of people who can produce videos and love producing videos and, and doing high-end production and and talking about gadgetry, and then they all start looking the same, and they all start sounding the same. You know, I, I, I'm the one who looks different. I've always, I've always looked different. I've always been fine with that. But when you are perceived as someone who has to keep up with the Joneses, it's that much more of a challenge. It, it is not my intention uh, to do things like other people. I understand the value uh, that they bring you if, if they do it their way, but if I can't figure out a, a workflow around it, I'm, I'm just not going to do it. The only reason I'm able to do a podcast again, a unique podcast, is specifically because I found Anchor as the tool that makes it push-button simple. 
I'm not into complexity. I know every nerd and geek out there is screaming at their steering, steering wheel going, Chris, what do you mean? DIY this, twist that, make this work. I don't, I don't like that. <laughs> I'm a simple solution kind of guy. And the more I have to think about how to do something, the less I want to do it. And I've always been that way, even with technology, especially with technology. There's been nothing that I've seen happen in the industry that's been all that compelling. And in fact, it's just been the opposite. And I, I think that's where I'm able to establish a voice in this uh, array of options for you to digest on a regular basis, to not just stand out, but to stay true to myself, rather than to stay true to what people may need me to be, which is maddening to someone like myself who has a very strong sense of self. My convictions can be challenged, but if I've arrived at a conclusion based upon experience, there's very little that may dissuade me. I see drones, and I don't get that excited. I see smart home devices, and I don't get that excited. I see yet another Bluetooth speaker, and I don't get that excited. I see another cable, and I don't get that excited. I see a phone case, and I don't get that excited. I see a random gadget, and I don't get that excited. I see a crowdfunded gadget, and I definitely don't get excited. So all of the things that have pretty much dominated the last few years uh, of consumer electronics are just really personally not that compelling to me. They wouldn't have been. Even years ago, they just would not have been. And it's not that I have to uh, you know, uh, do much more than to say it, because you can look back on many of the, the experiences and videos that I've shared over time. For one, uh, some of my more popular videos actually had to do with uh, Lego sets and Lego. I'm a huge adult fan of Lego. In fact, right now I'm on my way to BrickCon. been going for the past seven years now. <laughs> it's amazing. Uh, yeah, my badge. I, th I think it goes all the way back to 2010. Ooh, it's exciting. Um... I'm getting custom bricks every year, and so the badge gets longer and longer and longer. Pretty soon it's going to be taller than me. I'll be taking pictures on site. I don't know if I'm going to do video because the BrickCon videos I've recorded in the past have largely been just for personal reasons. I've compiled them into vlogs, but they're not as well viewed as uh, I would you know, certainly have hoped. Uh, but you expect to see uh, quite a few pictures from BrickCon, my favorite sets and scenes uh, populating my social feeds over the, the next few days. Jedi's first BrickCon is happening this weekend as well. She's not with me now. Diana and, and Jedi will be coming with me on Sunday. It's more of a, a family day. Uh, it'll be Jedi's first BrickCon. I'm very excited for that. But anyway, uh, the videos I've done over time, you know, have kind of been all over the map, going all the way back. But, you know, when it comes to technology, if, if you look, and you don't have to look that hard, you won't find a lot of gadget videos. Because I, I generally did not find myself compelled to talk about gadgets. Never did. Never have. Probably never will. I can't fit the mold that someone else has made for me. Or simply because I fit inside a, a, a general technology category means that I have to fit that formula. And it's not the reason why I rebuke it. It's just that I don't fit in a puzzle that you're trying to put together. I, I, I may be a piece on the table, but that's it. I'm a puzzle unto my own. So why now? Why, why, uh, why are, are things starting to happen now? Well, it began like 
you know, any normal video that I might have done over time, but just me telling it like it is. Like, like, okay, let me clarify that. How I see it. Maybe not like how it is. From my perspective, my opinion, my bias. And that was specifically in relation to Apple's recent keynote. And many of you know that this has been a long time coming. You see, that's that's what gives me confidence in my position. I, I, I'm not a you know, a, a, a late-to-the-game player here. This is something I've been saying over all this time, not just about Apple, in relation to software experiences. You might remember the old Vista days. Y'all remember that video? I think it was one of the first ones, uh, the first big one, really, uh, in, in relation to technology videos I did on YouTube. Not recorded live, recorded on a webcam, um, on a Windows PC. I can't remember if I used XP or Vista at that time. But uh, it was my rant, and it was basically, Windows Vista, I'm breaking up with you. I couldn't do it anymore. So this is this is certainly not new for me when I talk about problems with software and, and, and my connection to software and my love for software, my addiction to software. I've had to break that addiction. There's, there's less uh, that I have to deal with now because I don't, uh, well, A, I don't collect software. Software is really not something good to collect. It's not. It's, if 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 it, if it doesn't serve a purpose uh, it, for you, it's it's invalid. Like in terms of a tool, uh, you know. I I feel that uh, I'm kind of at the same crossroads with uh, the iPhone, and this has been leaking out. Uh, you know, at least ever since iOS seven, and it's really funny. If you go back and even watch just little bits, because it was a long review. I, the iOS 7 final review, it's still getting hits now. I think people went back and watched it because it's getting views. It's like in the, the top 20 viewed uh, videos in the, the primary YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Chris Perillo. That's probably the one everybody subscribed to, but keep in mind that we do TLDR live every weekday on youtube.com slash TLDR. These are topics in the podcast that I don't cover in either spot, TLDR being more of a variety show based on Q&A, largely. Uh, and, and then, of course, the Chris Perillo channel, one video topic a day. Can't put them both in the same channel. It doesn't work. That's a different topic for a different day. But you watch that old iOS 7 review video, and you'll hear me saying the same kinds of things. Oh, the, the look of disgust in my face is, uh, well, it's still there. Uh, you know, I, I, I remember. I, I don't easily forget. But over all this time, I was told that I wasn't seeing what I was seeing. You know, thinking that I was the, 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 the person who, who had a problem and the only person who had a problem because no other tech, technologist, techie, I was trying to merge those two words together and it came out techni, techie, uh, they, 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 they weren't in great numbers in terms of those who might have uh, seen things the way that I was seeing things. And I, I'm still seeing things the same way. So it's not that my message has changed over all this time. It's just now I feel it's being heard. It's actually landing somewhere. And my perspective is, uh, you know, like I said, it's malleable. It, you know, I, I can be, you know, shown a better way, but that's the thing. I don't think, up until recently, we've seen a quote-unquote better way. Whereas I'm prone to say you don't know how bad something is until you've had it in a better way. Okay, I could have said that in a better way. You don't know how bad something is until you see how good something could be. And I believe that's where we are. That's where I certainly was with Windows. And that's where I feel I am with iOS, specifically. 
and maybe to an extent Apple in general, much like to a certain extent Microsoft in general. You don't have to reject the company outright. You also don't have to buy every single one of their products. You, you've got to you ultimately decide what's going to be good for you and those around you. You've got to decide what solution is going to work not just in the immediate term, but the, the long term. How it's going to interoperate with other things that you've got in your life. Another reason why I don't really have a lot of things anymore in relation to tech. I don't keep a lot of gadgets because most of them suck. I'm flat out honest with you, man. I wouldn't want 99% of what's out there. And of course, there, again, are exceptions to the rules. But it's always been that way. I'm not someone who relishes a new hardware experience as much as others do. I relish a good software experience, and that, to me, is where we are. So when I effectively did the, uh, the broadcast on the Chris Perillo channel, the live broadcast of the Apple announcements... You can go back and watch it. One person, at least I know, went back and watched it again. <laughs> at least one person. Uh, of course, you'd play uh, the, uh, the keynote underneath it simultaneously, listening to my commentary. And, and you could effectively see when uh, things changed for me. And, and I felt that this was pretty much it. I knew that... Uh, holding out hope that it was going to get better was foolish. Could it get better? Sure. Like the audio quality, now that I'm out of the tunnel again. But you can't gamble on that. Or you could, but I think it's, it's really silly. It's not a question of whether or not they can fix it in software, these issues, these bugs, these details that they skipped. It's will they? Is their eye on the prize? I don't believe so, and I've so much as said this consistently about any company if I feel that they're off the mark and for the most part I've been proven to be correct so why now why are people listening now well I think they're seeing viable alternatives I don't think that it's that uh, I'm saying anything different I don't think it's because I'm acting any more dramatically than I did years ago I just think they're either open to the message or they start to see the stuff themselves. There's enough of a bubbling up inside the, the community of enthusiasts to recognize, well, you know, maybe Chris isn't as far off the mark as I thought he was, or we thought he was. And believe you me, I've been off the mark before. That's, that's, that's not what's on trial. So when I say the same things, but people start sitting up and paying attention is because I had to wait for some people to sit up and pay attention. And they did. And so effectively, I began to, to flesh out further thoughts to give you know context to my perspectives rather than just a, a one-off, silly, stupid little video of, of reacting to what Apple's trying to pull in the iPhone 10. But remember, it's, it's not about the hardware for me, it's the software. I seem to, it feels like I'm still the only one saying that. I, I know I'm not. This, by the way, is what it sounds like to go through a tunnel in the uh, greater Seattle area, at least through the microphone that I'm using today, which is an iPhone 8 Plus microphone. Tomorrow I may use the LG V30 microphone. Later today I'm going to be recording my initial impressions of that phone after trying it uh, last night and today. 
a lot of my perspective uh, has to do around uh, the software implementation and the software features of the phone. So it'll be a different approach. Surprise, surprise. I haven't changed my tune necessarily. But I'm very, very grateful that people are listening. And when people start listening, I want to talk more. It's when I felt that people stopped listening. Not because I cut them off, but because I, I know the things I want to talk about aren't the things that other people talk about. Talk about the latest gadget. I don't want to. Unless I want to. And then I will. I understand that gadgets move news cycles. And I am working on getting into either a, a, a review program of some kind. You've got to work with every manufacturer, sometimes PR uh, companies. It, it's very not easy to manage, especially if you're a one-off person like me. I could very well get there. We could climb. We're starting to see numbers grow. Engagement is definitely there. Every little bit counts. I would feel a lot better if I was to be able to find an overarching sponsor because then it wouldn't be as difficult. Then I could pick the gadgets you'd want me to pick. But the way to get that to happen is, again, keep engaging, become a sub of mine on Twitch, a patron on Patreon, use Super Chat. You know, all these engagement tools absolutely help. Every person counts. So, as, as, as odd as this sounds, towards the, uh, the ending days of the public TLDR, it felt like no one was listening to me. It really did. And a lot of the videos that I've produced over time, it, you could look at the view counts and you can see that most of them had paltry traffic, nothing, no attention. And we're talking back in the heyday, like, you know, back when, you know, I was, you know, the, the tech videos and the YouTube channel, most of the videos I did didn't get anything because they were topics I wanted to talk about, not necessarily topics that were uh, high ranking in search. So, you know, someone comes along and they talk about the things you want to talk about, I understand why you go to them. If they've got better production value, I understand why, they go, why you go to them. I get that. I understand that. But I also have to pay, play to my own strengths without emphasizing my weaknesses when it comes to that. And it's a game. It really genuinely is a game. The thing that's most frustrating about that is you always had the chance and the opportunity to get what you wanted from me for free. It's just that I felt that, well, at one time, a few years back, y'all weren't, your head wasn't in the game. Or your, 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 um, your position or your understanding of the topic wasn't necessarily matching mine. And again, this is not, this is coming across as very um, rude. And I'm not intending it that way. I'm just saying sometimes you have to go through certain experiences in order to see what someone else is telling you. And I, I could, you know, give you, you know, a, an example story after an example story, but hopefully you understand what I'm saying. You had to come to a certain point for you to recognize and understand and accommodate what it was that I was laying down. And I think now a good chunk of people do. That doesn't mean you have to agree with me, but it makes that perspective that much more valid, especially if I'm putting into words what it is that you've been thinking and what it is that you've been feeling. But understand I've been feeling it over all this time. And now those feelings have intensified. So I also find it odd that people expect that I'm going to move on. Why would I move on for something I want to talk about? If you don't want to listen, fine, don't listen. That's not my responsibility. 
My responsibility is to share with you my opinions, my perspectives, my thoughts, my beliefs. That's all I have. That's all anybody has. And I'm very happy to do that. And I, I have an immense amount of... What's the best word I'm looking for? Uh, an immense amount of... Usually words don't escape me. Um, velocity? Uh, um, energy? In relation to continuing to push forward. In doing what we do together. Me talking, you listening. Potentially you talking. Me listening. Answering. Asking. But I'm only able to do what I do because you do what you do. And that is support in whatever way that you see fit. Sharing, liking, subscribing, turning on notifications, becoming a sub, patron, super chatting, chatting, interacting, whatever it happens to be. Uh, nobody is, is necessarily perceived as, as different in that respect. That's unfair. Or that would be unfair. So you can thank yourself for the greater community at large for this re-energization. <laughs> you know, I'm trying to think of a better word again. I don't even know if that's a word. <laughs> this re-energizing, uh, the, the catalyst of a, a, a refined approach uh, using every tool at my disposal, largely living in social. You have yourself to thank. You, have, you don't have me to thank. You have yourself to thank. It's, 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 uh, it's something that I think needs to be said. And I didn't want to say this in a, a video outright because I'm not sure if anybody would even have listened that far. Um, I, I felt this was a, something I wanted to say in, in the podcast because it's a very podcasty uh, topic. Not that I specifically have a, a focus for the podcast is just, you know, audio thoughts, thoughts in audio, whatever it happens to be. But I, I generally take that kind of approach. I like, I like being flexible with formats and uh, experiences because you kind of never know what you're going to get. You just know that I'm going to be at the center of it or at least a part of it in some capacity. So know, know, know that uh, I, I always, uh, I always appreciate what you do and, and that's just not just saying it I'm always uh, you know putting that into uh, the, the, the various bits of content that I put out there when I can when it works but it's serious because I'm not sure if, if you recognize that your value in the chain that's how it works with content producers which I very much am I, I can't escape it you know I, I've, I've done a lot over time still still enjoy bits of it there are other parts that I wish I could do differently, certainly, but it's never stopped me. It didn't stop me before, it won't stop me now. You know, I feel that uh, you, as someone who's taken the time to subscribe to a podcast, uh, see me differently than the average, let's say, YouTube viewer does. And I appreciate that. It gives me a chance to uh, tackle these types of topics and talk about why I made certain decisions in a different way than I might be able to flesh out in a long-form YouTube video. I am now in the parking garage as I have arrived 
to BrickCon. I've parked the car. I'll head in in just a moment, but I just want to wrap this up with you before I do. If you ever have a chance to go to a Brick-focused event in your area, you got to do it. Even if you don't find yourself a fan of the Brick. Even if you've never played with Lego Bricks before, Bricks in general, um, you got to go. I mean, these are amazing uh, events. Uh, the, the, the art that you see is unparalleled. Uh, the beauty in these uh, sculptures is breathtaking. I would much rather spend my afternoon at an event like this, taking in what other people have created, than um, you know an entire weekend at a technology trade show. That's just based upon my various experiences. This is what I enjoy doing. I enjoy talking about the things that I see. In some cases, I enjoy sharing those things in photo, video, audio. But this is very much a two-way street. I am always looking for new ways of engaging, new ways of helping, new ways of giving you what you want while at the same time being able to accomplish my goals. That is how it's been able to work for the past couple of decades for me. And I hope it will continue to work as I am constantly engaging new projects beyond uh, what you've seen me do in the past. In a couple of weeks, uh, we are hosting our next Galaxar event in the greater Seattle area for people who love pop culture collecting. And then I found out we're also going to be doing the next, well, it used to be called Vlogger Fair. Now it's the Creator Advocate Summit in November in Seattle, again at Adobe. I've also been working on another project that will further enable fellow content producers like myself to better create content for community like you. I don't have any news to announce on that front, but stay tuned. Trust me. You will know when it's time for you to be in the know. Until then, I love you. I appreciate you. And may the force be with you.